So, everyone, I think, has a few categories of friends. And I mean this in terms of time periods, right? So, you might have high school friends, you might have middle school friends, childhood friends, college friends, work friends. And if you're really lucky, you got to grow up in a neighborhood where you had friends down the street. And you could walk up and down the street and just knock on their door and be like, hey, bro, you home? Let's go outside. This is before we all had cell phones. You know, we were much younger. We'd be like, let's go ride our bikes. Let's go ride our skateboards around, ride the scooters around, um, make like ramps for the bikes and go jump off them. It was uh, that was what childhood was like in the summer, at least. And, you know, after school, sometimes we'd still have time to play outside. And uh, this podcast is with a neighborhood friend of mine. His name is Ryan. Uh, he's had a very different life than mine ever since high school, but we've remained good friends. I like run into him at least once a week, if not twice a week. I run into him twice this week in the same place while walking the dogs. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. It's very different from talking to poetry professors about their experiences and the ways they think and the artistic life. But I had a lot of fun talking to Ryan about the path he's taken and the stuff he's up to these days. And um, honestly, his friendship's super valuable to me. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, it's definitely slower. It's definitely different. But um, I'm going to do more of these and mix them in. I'm going to do all sorts of stuff. But um, this is my first podcast with basically one of my friends. And uh, hopefully we'll get to do a bunch more of these. But hope you enjoy. Let's go. I just thought all the EM elements, I just anything that ended in IUM was just gonna kill you. Like aluminum, you were kind of worried about that. No, I was like on the fringe. That does not. The, the British version. Aluminium. Aluminium. Yeah. aluminium. I thought yeah, that was dangerous. Like <laughs> you thought those were two different things. <laughs> but, no. So, I should have paid attention. It's okay. What was your trajectory? You left high school. No, you. I mean, you finished high school. So, I finished high school with plans to become an aircraft technician. That's right. I remember that. I got into electrical. Yep. And I just could not grasp it. The electrical stuff? Yeah. I'm like, ohms, amps. I don't know what any of this is. I equals VR or something like that. V equals IR. I have <laughs> <laughs> no clue. Physics was always so... That was my worst subject in high school. Um, and so... I... I dropped out of aircraft maintenance school. Um, and I just kind of... Kind of floated around between a few different jobs for the next couple years. Mm -hmm. uh, I worked at a grocery store as a cashier, as a grocery clerk, as a bagger, in meats, seafood, and bakery. What was the worst of those? What, what did you hate the most of those? Seafood wasn't as bad as you'd think. Really? Because I would have, I can't stand it. Probably. If we're eating fish in the house, I leave. Probably the worst department is dairy. Really? Because there is so much milk that is spilled. On the floor Are you of that serious? dairy cooler, people just spill milk. It just they just you never get like a leaky, leaky gallon a carton from the or something. Thing. Yeah. Now, 
you know, it's it's a gallon. It's not that much. Right. <laughs> when you have like two or three hundred gallons <laughs> on the rack. <laughs> now you're talking. And like maybe 20 of those is leaking. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, it does sound like a problem. I would, I'd be, I'd feel bad. Does it get on your shoes? It gets on your shoes, on your clothes. And like eventually it starts kind of like seeping into your skin and you just reek like sour milk. Jesus Christ. Everywhere you go. Oh my God. The dairy was the worst. What was the best? Probably cashier. Because it was just easy. It was easy. It was brainless. Yeah. It's just boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Your order total is four twenty sixty nine. Thank you. Have a very good day. Yeah. You just take that. What was? What were they paying you? Because I remember you said they start. Minimum. They lowered the money. Minimum wage. Which was what twelve? I don't remember. I think twelve. And then they were gonna lower it, and then everyone quit oh. or something. No, they uh. So they started paying us more for the pandemic. They gave us an extra two dollars. Which you know, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> I risk my life to make two dollars. Yeah, know. yeah. Um, and then like a month into paying everyone more, they cut everyone's hours by about half. All the part-time hours by about half. Yeah. Um, and there was a line of people at the manager's office waiting to put in their two weeks' notice. A line of people. There were probably about ten to fifteen people. Oh my goodness. That quit. Jesus. In one day. That's a tough one. That's a tough one to swallow for those. But I guess you cut hours, that's what you get. Yeah. You you did this to yourself. Yeah. So you walked out at that point. Yep. And then you went when you were at Sugar? I was at the uh I was I was working at It Sugar. I started out as a sales associate. Yeah. Uh couple months went by. I showed that I like I'm I'm good in retail. And I was promoted to a key holder. You're about to be interrupted by an animal. Okay, so we got interrupted by the Samoyed here. Uh, we'll be right back. Give me one second. We were talking about um, sugar. Oh, yeah. So I started as a uh, sales associate just, you know, selling gummy bears and cleaning up the store and telling little nasty, gross kids to... Keep their fingers out of the candy. Right. Don't touch my candy. That's my candy. Yeah. Um, and then I was promoted to key holder. Didn't you get free candy? No. <laughs> 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 I thought you had free candy. Oh, you had like, you were just snacking on candy all day. No. <laughs> He's nodding for, for those who are listening. <laughs> <laughs> nodding while saying no. There was there was absolutely zero candy to be had for free under any circumstances. Right, of course. Why would you do that? That's just bad business. That's bad business. <laughs> <laughs> um and I uh, did that for about 6 months and then I was then I got store supervisor. And after that I was kind of I, I was doing way more than a supervisor should for a store. Because you were driving around, right? You I were doing like 50 miles a day or some, some crazy one way, I'm saying. I covered from, uh, my home store was in Dedham, but I covered from 
uh, New York City up to northern Maine, up to Niagara. You drove to New York City and and southern Maine and then Niagara Falls? Northern Maine. Northern did, I so- did I say southern? No, I think you said the right thing. I just okay. said the wrong thing. Uh, but Niagara hey, Falls? Yeah. I mean, they're paying me by the mile. What was it by the mile? 57, I think. Cents? 57 cents? Yeah. Okay. And think about it. Yeah. I get to drive and I get paid for it. Yeah. I'm someone who can hop in the car and not have a destination in mind and just go. Yeah. So you might as well. Yeah. <coughs> and so you would drive up there and what? Just supervise and be like a manager in that store? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. They put me up at uh, the Foxwoods Casino. <laughs> for like a week. That's awesome. No. Oh no. <laughs> did you lose all your money? I lost all my money. Are you serious? Yes. What did you play? Slots. You played the slots and yeah. lost all your money? I I mean, I had like maybe fifty bucks to get home. Oh okay. Wait. So what did you? Did you? Was there a point where you were winning, or were you always in the red? I was almost always in the red. <laughs> um. <laughs> like we're gonna keep going. You just kept pulling that lever. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm already here. Yeah. <laughs> I have that 50 in my account to get me home. Yeah. I'll be fine. Yeah. No, I'm not worried. Yeah. Um. The second time I went down there, though, I walked away with $700. 700 Yeah. Off of what did you bet? Do you remember? I don't know. I just played slots. And you said you made 700 Yeah. Computer go blink. <laughs> Weird trance in there. It's a weird trance. Yeah. So you may okay. So you might have broke below, slightly below even <laughs> over time in your casino life. Yeah. Yeah. I um, think that's how it's supposed to work. So you were up at. They put you up at Foxwoods. They put me up pay. like a half mile away from Foxwoods, but I mean, still, if I wanted to, I could have walked and played slots. Yeah. What's it like? I've actually never been to a casino. Is it it's like sad? Kinda. Yeah. Cause like everything just seems so fake. Yeah. There's all the blinking lights everywhere. There's everything's like colorful. Right. <coughs> the no windows. F- the no carpet clocks. is this dark, dingy, poorly worn out kind of just. Ugh. Ugh. And everywhere there's just these old, old people. That's right. That's what I was about to ask is, are there attractive people there? Because I feel like in the saddest places, you don't find that if many If you're into, people. like, 50 through 80-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, the pick of choice. Like, trailer trash. Like, mm. yeah. 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 There's tons of attractive people there. <laughs> so there were no attractive people there. No. Um, and then... But so you would drive hours basically to go be a store manager, and then what were you? What was the hourly there? What were they giving you there? Uh, there I was getting seven, uh, fifteen or seventeen. Um, here I'd get seventeen. Out in New York, or no, New Hampshire. Yeah. Oh, uh, there was one state I got fifteen in, but yeah, I was just having fun driving yeah and seeing all the different stores and how they're set up are they all not the same no really no wait uh, why they're just set up differently like certain stores will get products that other certain stores don't <coughs> um i know the natick store they had a huge 
selection of Japanese Kit Kats. Japanese Kit Kats? Yeah. Like Which are better? The crazy flavors, like Coca-Cola flavored Kit Kat. Oh, wow. Wasabi Kit Kat. Matcha Kit Kat. Oh, wow. Potato chip flavored Kit Kat. Don't want that. No. <laughs> Smart choice. Yeah. Strawberry shortcake Kit Kat. Kit Kat. <laughs> no. Again. Um, That was fun. Um, I took a break from there. Because uh, one day I was at the denim store and this really, really nice man. Uh, I'm not going to use his real name. I'll use a different name because I, I, I like him. So yeah. Uh, his name was uh, Staff Sergeant Williker. Yeah. He came in and convinced me to join the Marines. Oh, wow. <laughs> that easy, huh? <laughs> I mean, he was... He, the the uh, uniform he was wearing looked dope. Yeah, yeah, <coughs> yeah. They all they're beautiful uniforms. Was he in his all whites? No, he was in his um. Jesus, I was on the island for three months. I should be able to know this. Dress blues. Dress blues. Okay. What do you say? Uh, he was like, "Hey, have you ever thought about joining the military?" Oh no, I thanked him for his service and gave him like a like a fifty percent discount. Oh wow, that's significant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean it's nice being king. Yeah. Can it's true. You can just be like, Yep, discount. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um and so we kept talking. He came into the store a few more times and I eventually went down to the recruiting office and like six months later, I shipped out to boot camp. So he didn't have a pitch. He just looked nice in his clothes, and you were like, "Good, I will go." His pitch was like, "Oh, look what the Marine Corps did for me." Oh, sure. Direction, purpose. Look at the truck I drive. Yeah. Look at this. Yeah. And I was like, mm, "Maybe." Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then went to boot camp. Failed my initial strength test. The initial strength test uh, is a requirement once you get on to boot camp. Uh, a mile and a half in 13.30. I don't remember the push-up or pull-up requirement, but I failed in all three categories. Right. I had a, a mile and a half time of almost 18. Okay. So you're running... Walking. You're walking 12-minute <laughs> miles. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, Yeah. Yeah. Um, <coughs> where is the island? South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's South Carolina. So when we spoke before you left, you you were not allowed to bring your phone. Correct. Only was it twenty dollars? Correct. And then uh, the state ID or something like that. Yep. And one pair of clothes or something. Yep. That's a crazy flight. I got. Absolutely obliterated <laughs> at Boston Logan Airport <laughs> at not your average Joe's. <laughs> On the just waiting for your flight? <laughs> Why? Didn't know when the next time I was gonna get to drink again. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, okay. Just figured, hey, I'm, I'm gonna have fun. Mm-hmm. Um got absolutely obliterated. Like, <laughs> gone. Yeah. I was hanging on to, like, the other recruits, like, 
for dear life. Oh, so was the flight just all recruits? Yeah. It was oh. not all recruits, but like probably four or five of us. Oh, was it at a different terminal or something? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Of course you don't. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> uh, next thing I remember after sitting down and not your average Joe's. Oh, they also gave us a voucher. A voucher. Like like a food, like a restaurant voucher. Food voucher. Like okay. a Logan Airport voucher or something. I don't know how that worked. Yeah. I just know I gave it to them and they were like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, next thing I remember, we're landing in, I want to say it was somewhere in Tennessee maybe, mm-hmm. for a connecting flight to right. Savannah, Georgia. Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, and okay. then from there we get picked up on a bus, and they drive in around in circles for like a few hours, just to disorient the recruits, so that you don't know at all where you are. Did um, you notice that they were doing that, or were yeah. you told that? Oh, you noticed. I'm like, hey, we just passed that Waffle House gas station like a while ago. I'm not. Yeah. I don't know how long it was. Yeah. So you know, you must have had some sense that they're trying to throw us off right now. Yeah. Yeah. But you still didn't know where you were. Had no clue. Right, because you're in Georgia. I'm like, I don't know if I'm over the border. I don't know if I'm in South Carolina, if I'm in Georgia. Right. For all I know, I could be in Alaska. Mm -hmm. No clue. Right. Um, (coughs) So that was fun. Uh, When I got there, I ended up failing. Oh, yeah, I already said I failed my IST. Uh, got sent to the physical conditioning platoon where I stayed for about two weeks. Uh, right before I was going to take my second IST, I would have passed. I got COVID. Oh, God. Uh, while I was in COVID, quarantine. Wait, so what Tell what time, what year is this? This is 2021? Yes. What, do you know what month? Uh, August 15th was my shift date. Okay, so sometime in August... Or no, sorry, sometime in September you are there. Uh, I think I don't know. I don't know what date. Two I weeks I, after the fifteenth. I don't know what time I caught cooties. Yeah, so sometime <coughs> in September, twenty twenty one, you caught COVID. Are they still doing masks and stuff down there? Uh, they <laughs> they're asking people to. They're pretending to. They're pretending to prefer that you wear a mask. Okay, so they don't care. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um. This is South Carolina. Right. No offense to anyone in South Carolina. Oh, I hate South Carolina. I'll say this out loud. <laughs> South Carolina's a garbage <laughs> state. Moving on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, hold up. California <laughs> just needs to fall. <laughs> Cali's not doing too hot either. Um, and so while I was in COVID quarantine, I got in a fist fight with another recruit. A fist fight with another recruit? Yeah. For what? Because he stole my peanut butter jackets. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Are those like super valuable? <laughs> yeah. That's that's pretty much currency. Jesus. Okay. Um. So I threw a punch at him. I punched on his shoulder, but I went. I hit slightly above his shoulder, and you mean his face? No, his shoulder. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, the guy that was kind of overseeing the fight said no, no, no headshots. Okay. Don't know. Um, and then he, and then 
I, I missed his shoulder and hit him with my thumb. I bent my thumb almost all the way back. Jesus. And at that point, I went, "Yeah, I'm done. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to do this no more." Yeah. Uh, waited till I got out of quarantine. I won that fight, by the way. Oh, really? I broke his jaw. Jesus Christ. Uh, but not on purpose. God damn. <laughs> not on purpose. Not purp- on purpose. Uh, okay. So, you he threw a punch at somewhere. me. I grabbed his arm and kind of, like, pushed it back at him. But in the way the way I pushed it back at him, he ended up, like, punching himself, I guess. <laughs> okay. And then, like, fell to the ground and I don't know when his jaw broke, but... At some point during a sequence of you catching and throwing a punch at him. At some point during the sequence, he... I couldn't move his mouth at all. <laughs> Damn, so you won the fight. I think I did. Yeah, but you had a thumb that was in bad shape. Yeah. And that's so you made the decision. I mean, I could still talk, so. That's right. Yeah. Get fucked. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I believe you, yeah. Um, so you go after that, and you're just like, I'm done with yeah, Marines. So I, got, I got out of quarantine, went and told the drill instructor, said, hey, I'm, I want to go home. Tried talking me out of it, saying, oh, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah, I, lo- I looked at him <coughs> in his face and I said, "No, no disrespect, sir. You look like you're hating life and are miserable as shit right now." And he goes, oh, "I'll get you your paperwork." <laughs> so damn. It was cool though. I liked him. Yeah. Were there? What was the? What was like the um, vibe of the place? prison really everything everything i've seen on tv about prison like i feel like it was exactly like that really there was all sorts of like underground or like black market things Mm -hmm. um like peanut butter packets peanut butter packets was currency we had alcohol we got high Mm -hmm. Uh, it wasn't real alcohol we made it out of hand sanitizer we got high off of blistex chapstick jesus christ um yeah. Yeah. We had this one guy in our platoon who was really good at drawing titties. <laughs> so we bought we bought titty drawings from him with oh. peanut butter packets. With peanut butter packets. Yeah. Nice. Um so it's like an underground little underground boys world, I guess. There was only boys? Yeah, in our platoon. There were females on the island. Yeah. I'm sure they had their own Yeah. Operations going, but making lipstick out of Coca Cola or something. Oh, the fuck! I've heard that they do that in prison. They no, they make eyeliner out of like uh, bat spit. Gross. Um. So yeah, there was there was that. Uh, any questions about boot camp? <laughs> <laughs> what was the day like? You woke up. Went woke for a up run. four a.m. Okay. Went for a run or went to go get food. Oh, sorry, morning chow. Okay. Uh. When I was in PCP, it was wake up, morning chow, you go for an exercise or a run or whatever. Yeah. <coughs> uh, you come back, you go to afternoon chow or what nor- what us normal people call lunch. Yeah. I always have to have a name for it. Um. And then the rest of the day was just kind of like you you were supposed to take it to stretch your muscles. There was no activities? No. 
Uh, and then you'd go to evening chow or dinner, and then you'd come back and go to bed at like eight o'clock. Wait, wait, wait. So you go to boot camp, you wake up, you go for morning chow, then a run. And but this this was in the physical conditioning platoon. It w- this wasn't a normal training company. Oh, okay. This was for like the fat people. Okay, so there was no like there was no weapons or. I mean, we still drilled. Uh-huh. We still we still had to march around with our rifles occasionally. Mm-hmm. Did you have live ammunition? No, really. That would be very bad. Because <laughs> I'm wondering, like, what the. Because I remember someone was. I don't remember where I read it, but it was someone who was like being dangerous with their weapon was given like a broomstick to carry around during training because they were like you're being reckless with your weapon. I've, I've seen that. Really? Um, even if there's no live ammunition anywhere near you. Yeah. If you are caught doing doing something uh, stupid with your weapon, yeah, you will be given a non-weapon item. <laughs> we a had item. we had this really small recruit in our platoon. Dude was maybe like five foot even, five like foot even, like seventy pounds soaking wet. Jesus. Christ. We had this other recruit, big dude, like King Kong looking dude. Yeah. Did the big dude use a little dude as a He was maybe item? like <laughs> six seven and like three hundred. Six seven. Yeah. That's a massive uh, human being. Big dude was doing something stupid with his rifle. Uh-huh. So big dude got given little dude to use as a rifle. That's the funniest thing I've ever <coughs> heard. Yep. So he's just carrying him ra- carrying him around. Yep. <laughs> and and the and the little guy had to like stay stiff the whole time. Like wow. a rifle. Wow. Had to so there was a sense of humor. <coughs> he had to think gun thoughts. <laughs> no, he had to think uh, weapon thoughts, I think it was. <laughs> That's what they asked Something him to like do. that, yeah. <laughs> think weapon thoughts. <laughs> and stay stiff so you can be manhandled by someone who is maybe twice your size. <laughs> Three times your size. Yeah, yeah. almost. <laughs> Jesus. What did, they, what did they make you wear? Um, we wore these things, uh, green on green, called them skivvies. Skivvies. It's literally like the cheapest shorts that aren't cotton you can think of. Mm-hmm. And they're the, they're all olive drab green and drab a green. cotton shirt. Um, the camis were camis. It's this pattern called Marpat. Uh, it's just digital camo. That's kind of foresty colored, I guess. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. All right. So you left there. You're like, I'm done. Got home on November 1st. What did they, how did, how did they make you leave? Just signed some forms and stuff? Just signed, uh, signed a few forms. Went to the recruit separation platoon or RSP. Stayed there for about three weeks. And they're trying to what? Convince you to stay? No, they're just, it's the government. They cannot do paperwork at a reasonable speed if it would save their life. Okay. So at that platoon, what, you're just sitting around? You're just sitting around waiting for them to figure out how to do paperwork. Okay. What was um, the food? Sorry, I, I should have asked that. Oh. That's a good question. So they had, they had what they called bacon. It tasted like bacon. It smelled like bacon. But it was gray. Gray? And it was like a slab. Yeah. Like no color. No color. Didn't lo- did it look gray. like bacon? No. Like colorless bacon. It didn't even look like bacon. No, it did not. 
Sounds like a bacon. <laughs> Tasted and it smelled like it though. Can't believe it's not bacon. <laughs> <laughs> and it only they only had that on Mondays. They also had it with sausage. Sausage okay. was green. Green sausage. Yeah, they couldn't get their colors together to save their life. Oh my god. Um. So, it was called Mystery Meat Mondays. <coughs> That's terrible. Drill instructors hated that term. Yeah, I and whenever they catch us saying that, they'd yell at us. Yeah. I heard that they always yell. Oh, yeah, but they'd extra yell. So they're just constantly yelling, even yeah. if they're saying, like, make your bed? Yeah. It's always full volume? It's always full volume. Even if it's a casual se- sentence, like, how's your day or something? They don't ask you that. They don't give a flying fuck about your day. <laughs> they know how your day is. They know your day is awful. Yeah. Their day is just as bad as yours. Jesus. Yeah, okay, so, but they're always yelling. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. <coughs> um, so you're in the RSP. You're done. I'm, I'm done. I'm just so so tired and over of it, over everything. Yeah. Uh, I finally went home. Did they pay you? Yeah, I got 1500 bucks for the three months. Okay, so they didn't pay you. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 I mean, it was nice, though, because, like, I didn't spend a dime while I was there, and I saved up fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, uh, came home. First thing I did, I bought the iPhone 13 Pro Max that was released while I was in boot camp. Oh yeah, how much knowledge of the outside world did you have? None, really. So you come. Came uh, home the only thing we heard about was when the 13 Marines were blown up in Afghanistan. Uh, it maybe okay. Whatever country it was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Half-staff flags. Yep. Yeah. Uh, learned how to fold a flag. That was... That's kind of trippy. It's a little bit sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that like that was just, like I, I guess, part of the training. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you just, just... You should know how to fold a flag. Right. Um, In case one of the homies... Yeah. In case one of the homies out on the field... Yeah. <laughs> Takes one for the team. <laughs> If I could do it again, I'd do it again, just without the drill instructors part. What does that mean? You just wouldn't do anything? Like, if we could just sit around and have peanut butter packet currency yeah, and make our own alcohol out of hand sanitizer and eat Blistex to get high, I'd do that again in a heartbeat. Wow. So was there were the people nice? No. Oh, so everyone was terrible. Everyone was terrible. It was just embrace the suck. It was embrace the suck the whole <coughs> way. But I guess I I would think that when everyone is feeling that suck, maybe you can make a friend. Yeah. That's yeah. I still have friends that I talk to. Oh really? From well, almost a year later. Really? Uh, I, there's one guy I haven't seen. I saw him one day, August sixteenth, and that was it. Yeah. We still talk. Almost daily. Did he make it through? No. Oh, he left as well? No. He got out uh, in April because he got injured. <coughs> oh, wow. Yeah, he broke a leg. Oh, wow. Um, He broke a leg, and then uh, once you get injured on Paris Island or at boot camp, you don't leave until you're healed. So I hid my thumb for like a month and a half because I was not about to spend any more time on right at, it, it there than I had to. Right. <coughs> you come back. You realize the world's moved on in three months. You get a phone. 
I'm like, whoa, that's a new TikTok trend. <laughs> All these stupid things that keep time for us. They like, come back. you don't realize it. But, like, all these trends and everything, like, everything that you see now, in three months is going to be different. Right. Not a single one of them is going to be the same as it is right now. Right. It'll have all passed <coughs> that fast. So, I got out of boot camp expecting pretty much everything to be the same. And I was dead wrong. What was that like coming home? Was there, were you, because you were over it, so you, it's not like you felt disappointed in yourself. No, I was... I was done. Yeah. <coughs> Had you told a lot of people that you were going to be a Marine, or were you just like, I'm going to boot camp? I told... Outside of my immediate family, I I told, like, three or four people. Mm-hmm. That was it. Okay. So you go there, you come back, you have a new phone, and you're just like, time to find a job? I went back to the candy store. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, did that for like another month or two. Yeah. And then I realized I was putting like almost a thousand miles on my car a week. A thousand miles? Almost. Wait, when did you get this car? Uh, February of 2021. Oh, so before you went, before you went. Okay. Uh, so I got this car February of 2020 or 2021? I know it was in February. Okay. Good start. <coughs> um... see i got this car it can't have been this year you have this car no this this, the, this was not this year uh, i had got my current car no that's not it there it is <sighs> why is this not in chronological order February of 2021, I got it. Okay. <coughs> You're putting a thousand miles a week on it. Um. That's not good. No, no bueno. Yeah. Did it suffer? No. Not at first. I mean, it's suffering. I I guess because, I mean, a thousand miles a week is a lot. It's gonna speed up the suffering. Right. Uh, right now I have ninety eight thousand six hundred something right now yeah and you bought it with 50 or and i bought it with fifty one thousand yeah wow that's crazy that hasn't even been two years so um i think earlier i was talking to you and i was like that's not that bad but then now i think about it i'm like that's pretty bad like twenty thousand a year yeah yeah um and it's i mean i still put a lot of miles on it i travel 64 miles a day for work right now yeah but at least I know how to fix it now. So you go back to Sugar. You're still driving all over the place. And then what convinces you to leave there? Just the mileage? Uh, I realized I, I had this god-awful, wretched Karen come into my store. Yeah. And that was just kind of it. Yeah. I was like, I, we're, I'm done here. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Was there a sense at all that it's like, this isn't a career? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was when I realized that uh, it was <coughs> at first it was when my s original store supervisor got promoted to store manager. Mm -hmm. I realized, well, 
you become a store manager, what are you going to do? Go to a bigger store, go corporate. Right. I don't want to do either of those. Yeah. Because what's the end goal there? You become like a store manager or a regional manager or something like that at a Walmart. Yeah. Oh, God, no. Right. I could not. Yeah. And so. That's funny because you'd be like dealing with younger versions of yourself. Yeah. I could <laughs> never, could never work at, I, at a Walmart. Yeah. I mean, the people that do work there, you know, like, there's some, like, next level, like, crazy patient people. Yeah. Because the people that shop at Walmart are... <laughs> it's wild. Walmart's, like, a worse Target, and I don't like going to Target. Yeah. I don't, I don't like Target either. Yeah. Um, but I... So, I started, like, looking at, like, well, what am I good at? What can I do? What do I enjoy? Mm-hmm. I enjoy working on cars. I enjoy work. Uh, I enjoy working on my car. Yeah. I'm not bad at working on my car. Right. Oh. I was able to work on my Honda. Yeah. I work at Honda. Yeah. So I work at Honda now. So how did you? What did you send like applications to different Honda places? I uh, I started around here at first. Mm-hmm. Um, and none of them, none of the Honda dealerships. I also tried Toyota. None of the Honda and Toyota dealerships around here wanted anything to do with me because I had zero experience mm-hmm. other than driveway work. Yeah. Um, I got a call from a Chevy dealership. <laughs> Says something about Chevy, I guess. And I went, I'm sorry, I don't feel comfortable telling a customer that doing a certain thing to their car is going to make it reliable and then yeah. have it not be reliable. Yeah. And the service manager on the other end of the phone, he just goes, I understand where you're coming from. Thank you for your time. (laughs) Because it's a Chevy. (laughs) Wow. It's so brutal. (coughs) I mean, he knew exactly what I was talking about, too. Yeah. Um... But then you applied to, where is it, Winchester? Uh, Westboro. Westboro. You were like, oh, I'll just go work there. Yeah. Nice. Um, so that's where I'm at now. I love it. I love every minute of it. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> it, I was like, it's better than the Marines. Well, okay. <laughs> no, it is absolutely better than boot camp. Yeah. Uh, there's just, you know, every now and then, yeah. And just something comes up, and it's like, oh, my God, this is so stupid. Yeah. There's no on-call there, right? What do you mean? Okay, that answers my question. Like? That would be, like, a 24-7 mechanic. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Um. Do they train you? Yeah. There was a whole training, like, system, I guess? Mm -hmm. So, right now, I'm only doing oil changes, brakes, tires, recalls, warranty work. Yeah. But, eventually... Um, they keep showing you how to do more and more shit, more and more stuff. Yeah. And you just get better, I guess. Okay. In theory. What are the levels? Uh, there's not really any levels. It's just kind of... I'm For, like, ASE certifications, there are. Okay. But... But those let you make more money. Oh. Um, here, it's based on the number of cars you can work in in a certain amount of time 
how many different services you know how to do, stuff like that. Okay. So you just build that up over time. Yeah. Yeah. Would you work would you work somewhere closer to home or do you think it's different closer to home? So I would work closer to home. But also I'm at a spot right now where even if I got a position closer to home at a Honda dealership, yeah, probably wouldn't take it. Because I don't want to have to start over and be the new guy. Yeah. I want to have some kind of solid experience under my belt. Right. I want to be able to put down on a resume that I've been somewhere for X amount of time. Mm-hmm. So you're not just hopping around all the time. Because I guess the last two years you kind of were hopping around. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well sit down and do it. Um... So I, I kind of just want something solid to put on my resume. Yeah. That's good, though. Um, do they allow you to do side work, which is like, just like work on your friend's cars? Uh, no. <laughs> That's just wrong. Big no. Which yes. Which is a small yes. <laughs> Firm, absolutely, maybe not. Yeah, absolutely, maybe not. But I mean... Like, uh, I work with plumbers, mm-hmm. so they're not allowed to do plumbing work outside of work because it could blow back on the company, even though they're not working for the company. So they don't tell you, like, don't change your friend's oil, right? No. Oh, okay. That's nice. Um, it's, it's weird. So as long as we're not, like, turning it into a business... After hours, it's fine. Okay. If we bring a, a friend's car in who needs, like, a bunch of work done, mm-hmm. and it's, like, a one-off thing, yeah, that's fine. Right. We have a buddy that comes in once or twice a month or once every few months for an oil change mm-hmm. off the book. That's fine. Yeah. If we have, like, 20 different people that are coming to us mm-hmm. every week. Yeah. For various services. Yeah. That's less okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, we still have to get all the uh, dealership paperwork for them. Right. Um, it's just so that the car can be on the dealership insurance so that if it, God forbid, falls off a lift. Yeah. Nobody's held responsible other than the insurance company. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. That makes sense. Yeah, it's interesting. Do you think... Do you think among the places that you've worked, there's one that cuts corners the least? Because every place I work, I always, like, I used to work at a cafe, and I would sit there, and I'd be, there would be days where when certain managers are in, I'm like, okay, if you're really doing things right, it's working, things are going smoothly, and other managers, usually, sometimes the younger ones, but a few of the older ones, just because I get the geriatrics, would just kind of <laughs> not know and, like, mess things up or think they're doing better than someone who's, I understand, like, not as intelligent, maybe, but also just better at making a bowl or something um so they'd cut corners and you'd be like the place that i was at that went the least by the book was probably at sugar but it was probably also the smoothest run place that's funny yeah sometimes it's like that because while like the corporate people for it sugar like the one or two times that i didn't interact with them they were like nice people <coughs> they also kind of gave like the feeling that they've never really spent 
time on a sales floor in a retail setting. Right. They went to college, got a degree, got a corporate job. Yeah. Called it a day. Right. Because there's a disconnect, right, between... Because what's the old saying? It's uh, people don't quit jobs, they quit managers. Yeah. And so you have someone who's like, has never done the work you're doing, has no idea of how to do it well, and then is telling you or setting goals for you that you're like, oh, you don't understand any yep. of the, me- like the, the, the metrics you're using to judge the work I'm doing are not reflective of how things work. Yeah. Yeah. You're reading that out of a textbook. I'm telling you from experience. Yeah. That textbook is 30 years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How long has people been around? Um, what? How long have they been around? Oh, I don't know. I remember going to your sugar in, de- in or I went to one, I guess I won't say the location, but I went to one that you were working at, and um, I think I got Oreo cookie popcorn. Oh, how was that? It was okay. I actually thought it was going to be, like, blow your mind, what am I eating? Or no. Terrible. And it, it was in the middle, and I didn't, that was actually more surprising, was just that it was kind of, it was like, oh, you know, it's food. And I took that in to see, I think I saw Batman while eating that. Nice. The theater nearby. <coughs> and they, you do have, they do have a strange, strange variety of candy. Yeah. Um, it's not 7-Eleven, it's the novelty stuff. Yeah. We have a 10, they had a 10-pound Toblerone bar for oh, $200. So cool. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Like, that's like, ooh, it's Thanksgiving... I fucked up the pie, and I got to bring something that can be considered dessert. Right. For like 20 people. You buy the $200 Toblerone bar. I think I'll just get a $200 Toblerone bar. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great sentence to have to think once in your life. Thank God I've never had to. Yeah. And also at that point, when I guess this is when you'd returned, we went, your car broke. No. You were oh, driving. Yes. So I was driving out to. Uh, one of our, I guess they were considered one of our sister stores. They were like within the same company. Cause so in each district, there's certain stores that will like partner up for inventory purposes. Right. Um. So there will be like a group of three stores that will all share inventory. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm out of this, and I see that you have extra, and I see that you're out of this, and I have extra. Mm-hmm. And so they'll kind of swap around. Uh, So I was on the way to one of our sister stores. (coughs) I was on the off ramp doing about 10 miles an hour up a hill. Yeah. And then around a corner. Mm -hmm. And there was ice. They had not salted or plowed. And I just ever so slightly kissed the uh, barrier. (laughs) Uh, I snapped a rim. And I bent a control arm. Yep. So I had no car for about like three weeks. But but what's more important is you called, you texted me or called yeah, me. Yeah, I texted or called you and was like, hey. Yeah, what are you up to? I was like, what you up to, buddy? <laughs> yeah. So I agreed to come and help you. You're like, uh, the tow truck's going to be here in 30 minutes. And then we sat and. I think it was four hours. Yeah, we sat and. I, didn't we see him, like, drive by us? We saw a tow truck, yeah, drive by us. And I'm, like, standing out there. Yeah. Like, waving at him. Right. And he just, huh? Like, yeah. didn't even. Yeah. 
No, we we kept calling them back. We <coughs> kept calling them back, saying, "We're here, like we're at this location." They were like, "Yeah, the driver's on their way." And yeah. They would say like ten minutes away. <coughs> they were never ten minutes away. No, and they then were ten minutes away when they came. They were they arrived. The lady was like, "They're fifteen minutes away," and then they arrived a minute later. Yep. So they have no idea where their drivers are. Yeah. That's what we learned. Um. That was the first and only bad experience I've ever had with that towing company. Yeah. Uh, I've I've used them a few times. Mm-hmm. And honestly, other than that, every single time has been, like, decent. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it was just a lot of time that we were there. But it was good because I think that, that was the day we both learned we listened to Reply All. Oh, yes. Which is a great podcast, which is obviously over now. But unfortunately. It is unfortunate. I felt like they never recovered after the whole... Uh, PJ Snoopy. Yeah, what what happened? They were doing um, a four-part series on. Um, I forget what it is. It's like a. It was a food magazine, I think. And they were talking about the workspace and that there was like uh, some sort of. Uh, it was just a bad work environment, I think, along racial lines, and then they put out story number one episode number one of that and then they put out episode number two and a former uh gimlet person reply all is owned by gimlet uh for those who don't know and a former gimlet employee started tweeting out about the unionization work uh movement within gimlet that was saying you know we need to unionize especially for um folks of color within the company um, I don't. I honestly don't know if they really needed to or really didn't need to, but the movement was legitimate, and PJ and Shruti uh, actively were very shitty towards the movement, I guess. Oh. And then Shruti <coughs> apparently called the guy, the, pr- the ex-employee, a few names, and they talked through PJ, and um, Shruti was being very cold. And At the end of the day, their behavior was just kind of and so they let them they uh once all of this came to light through this twitter thread uh the new york times ran an article on it and the two of them uh decided to depart the show and then they bring they brought um uh, what's his name um i should know his name dolphy right Something like that. Yeah, which I can find this very quickly. I have this here. I just want to have it in front of me. As this continues, oh, I should know this. Yeah. Yeah. Emmanuel. Emmanuel Gochi. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I just didn't know. Yeah, Emmanuel Gochi. They brought him in before all this happened, but then it was just him and Alex. And they <coughs> never quite had the chemistry that PJ yep. and Alex had. They PJ, were PJ and Alex were fucking phenomenal together. They were phenomenal. They were hilarious. They had the, they had the straight guy crazy guy dynamic that always works so well with Alex being, not like an outwardly crazy guy but just like a weird guy. Yeah. Um, but they were both so good at their job and good at t- telling stories. Um, not that Emmanuel wasn't, he just didn't have their chemistry, which is fine because they worked together for I think like fifteen years. Yeah. Before the podcast. And then I don't I don't think they ever quite found their stride afterwards. I felt. You know, the episodes became very sporadic. They took, like, six months off or something. Mm-hmm. I never... I couldn't tell when they were coming back. Um, 
it felt more like a news report when they came back. Yeah. Not like an actual show of two guys just talking about interesting things. No. <coughs> and there was and it killed certain segments. So like you couldn't do yes yes no anymore. Couldn't do super. Did they, they? Did the, they did one or two super tech supports. But yeah, it it just wasn't it wasn't the same. And uh, yes yes no was always so funny. And yeah, and, you know those guys were always very funny. And um, it I think. I also think Emmanuel had a very narrative take on podcasting, which was like, "Let me do, let me do a deep dive on a story, and and uh, instead of instead of telling it in the natural format that they not not that it wasn't un, not that it was unnatural, but they'd have this format where, you know, Alex would say, "I have the story for you," and TJ would say, "Okay, tell me this part," and then Alex would start talking, and TJ would interrupt and be like, "Wait, wait, so so and so did so and so," and he'd be like, "Yes," and then this happened. I think Emmanuel had these long-form, investigative, cultural stories. Yeah, and the the difference for me was that they were they were cultural, outright. So like from the moment he started talking, you were like, "This is a cultural story." Mm-hmm. Whereas with TJ and Alex, they what they used technology as a door to a cultural realization. Yeah. Like you realize something about people because they talked about technology. And I was like, "Well, that's okay." But I don't think it was as good as, or it wasn't as unique to me as, let's use technology as a window to discover something about humans. Yeah. I could have just listened to This American Life. You know, I could have listened to another NPR show. I could have listened to The Moth talk about people and how interesting they are. Um, and that was difficult. But then they just suddenly came to an end and they were like, well, we've all been doing this for seven years and... Everyone wants to try out new things and do new ideas, and fine. I mean, fine, I guess. Yeah. But I think it sucks. I would have wanted them to keep going. <coughs> um, yeah, that was a bummer. Yeah. <coughs> There's something going on. Are you just drinking Fanta and then also coughing? coughing and then drinking <laughs> trying to soothe the cough by adding more yeah bubbly gas yeah uh don't vape kids don't vape don't vape no one who records this podcast vapes correct <laughs> it's really um i don't know that vaping's that bad i've heard it's pretty bad but apparently it's fun I completely understand. They used to tell us in school, was like, don't do drugs just to look cool. I was like, that's the only reason I do drugs. I want to look cool. Yeah. Um, are you cold? My hands are a little cold. Are you cold? You just turn on your jacket, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that you could do that. Well, look, my pocket says it, is it battery then? Yeah. Okay, so how long does that go? Uh, I don't know. I haven't, char- I haven't had to charge it yet. Really? I've been using it for about a week. Where's the battery pack? Uh, right, right, uh, like on the on my left side. Okay. It's like a little power bank. <coughs> yeah, yeah. That you that you would use to charge your phone. Oh, okay. Can you take it out? Yeah. Oh wow. You don't have to. I'm just interested. Keeping you warm. Yeah, no, it's better to keep you warm. Yeah, man. Well, um, we just did an hour. Really? Yeah. Keep going. We can keep going for a little bit. Okay. I have like ten more minutes. 
Um, geez, what else is there? Uh, we can talk about my how how was your uh, 2020? How was my 2020? Yeah, let me think. So 2020, I was still in school. Um, I was working at Life Alive, uh, which is a lovely organic cafe. I actually really liked working there. I took a break from that for a little while because it was <coughs> the pandemic and they weren't giving everyone hours and I didn't I didn't need to be working at that time because I was just going to school and I was at home. Um, but I had just met a girl who I really liked um, and she left New York for a while during that time. So I was, I was kind of on my own for a lot of that because I couldn't see friends. Um, looking back, I think I just wasted time. I just like I did schoolwork and wasted time. Um, I had quite an irresponsible 2020. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Um, I had just quit the grocery store. Yep. I didn't really have much going on. Wait, let's, let's, let's get, what, when did you quit the, let's think about timeline. When was the grocery store quit? Uh, June. June. Okay, so pandemic had started. There, July 2020? June, June, July. Yeah, okay. Peak pandemic. Sure. Because they were just treating us like absolute dog shit. Right. <coughs> but, oh boy, they gave us a $2 raise. Sure. Um, my best friend had just gotten laid off. And we had just gotten our stimulus check. Nice. So. Which for, which was what, 14? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might have been 12. It was gone so fast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we went. So, you know, we, we were on FaceTime one day. And we're going, well, neither of us are working. And we have $1,200 each. <laughs> and we're like, I want to go for a drive. Yeah. So we ended up in the Grand Canyon. In the Grand like, Canyon? Like a week later. Not in the Grand Canyon, but like at the Grand Canyon. Wow. So you drove all the way to Arizona? Yeah. Yeah. I had to think about the state for a second. Me too. I, when you were thinking about it, I was like, holy shit, do I not know where the Grand Canyon is? I, is it? It must be Arizona. I don't remember what state it was. It can't be Colorado. No, it's not Colorado. Yeah, it's all, it's the red. There's only Mexico and, uh, and Arizona. Those are the only two options. New Mexico, not just Mexico. Oh, it isn't. There you go. We did go to Arizona. Okay. Um, so we we kind of just drove all around and went to a few different just kind of cool national park spots. Yeah. Uh, not all of them were open, technically. Yeah. That's a great, that was a great thing to do during that time was just go outside. Um, at the cheapest we saw gas was in the middle of Kansas for... Uh, regular gas was 62 cents a gallon. 62 cents a gallon. That's a wet dream right there. That's crazy. For those who don't know, gas up here was up to seven. Yeah. A we gallon. Had, we had seven dollars a gallon for a regular at one point. Um, that was brutal. Ouch. Yeah. So. It's a good time to have a Tesla. That's what it is. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um. And that was in that was in the pilot. The pilot only got sixteen miles to the gallon too. Yeah, and you were not, let's say, driving economically. Still don't. Yeah, but that car, to be fair, you've turned that thing into like a living space. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we had curtains going around the uh, back of the cab. Yeah. The back of the cabin, cab, whatever. 
Um, there were blackout curtains. We had an air mattress back there. We had a little uh, Orca cooler, 35-liter Orca cooler that we kept uh, a few beers in, some some Gatorade, water, stuff like that. <coughs> um, and we would we'd drive in shifts. I'd drive eight hours. He'd drive eight hours. I'd drive eight hours. He'd drive eight hours. Nice. I had just gotten an oil change when we left here. We finally stopped in, I believe, Texas. Yep. Um, pulled into a dealership and we're like, hey, we need an oil change. That. Like, now. He yeah. goes, what do you mean? You're still at like 60 or 50%. And I went, oh, jeez. The car has been running for the past like 72 hours. Straight. Like, straight. Yeah. Like, we'd pull into gas stations, leave it running, keep the AC on. Yeah. While one of us ran in, got food. And so this is thousands mm. of miles. Yeah. Yeah. This is like, what, like 2,700 there, 2,700 back. Yeah. Um, the, the, the pilot was already on its way out. Yeah. It, it was a tired old soul. Um, it, it was just tired. It, it needed to... It just needed to be let go. Yeah. Um, and so we, at that point, I was just doing everything I could to keep it alive while getting the most use out of it. So I was anal on top of my oil changes and everything. Yeah. Because the engine wasn't terrible, was it? The engine wasn't horrible. I mean, it was it was definitely tired, especially from the way I drove it. Yeah. It was at like 200,000. I'm still pushing it to 112 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, down the highways of Mexico. <laughs> yeah, your <laughs> private highways in Mexico yeah. will somehow get you to Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I own private highways in Mexico where I can do... Obnoxious, insane speed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, obnoxious, insane, insane speed for an SUV. Yeah. <laughs> From 2007. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which happens to be 112, which is where it's electronically governed. <coughs> Do you take that off? I wanted to. Okay. I didn't want to spend like the, the stupid amount of money. Right. Well, wait. So you got to Texas. You say I need an oil change now. Yeah. They give you an oil change. And he goes, "Will you be waiting here with us, or will you be uh, finding a ride somewhere?" And kind of like took a moment to think about it, and I went, "We'll be waiting here." But please, do not rush with this. Yeah. We ended up falling asleep in the break room for like six and a half hours. Oh, my God. In, in the uh, showroom. Yeah. So. Car cooled down by then. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but, I mean, other than that, it was, a, it was a beautiful car. Yeah. I mean, being beat to shit. Yeah. Well, that's, that's all the good cars. Every, every car you end up really loving is the car you put the actual miles on. I think people who own nice cars who don't drive them, they don't actually know what, no. know what it's like to like love your car. The, car. the first car I loved was my Saab. I used to have a green Saab 9.5. I loved that car. I put crazy miles on that car. 
I did stupid stuff with it. And that's why I liked it. It had a sunroof. I would let go of stand out the sunroof and just like go like that while I drove along the beach. They had a great time. That's awesome. Yeah, it was so much fun. And it had heated seats. And then, you know, it had a character. Like sometimes you would turn the key and nothing, nothing. You'd get nothing. Like you'd get, when you turn the TV on, the lights would come on on the dash. When you turn to start it, lights, no sound. There was we couldn't figure out for the life of it. We changed batteries, we changed uh, starters, we changed keys, we changed um, uh, uh, the s- whatever it's called, the uh, anti-theft lock system that comes with the starter. I can tell you how you could have fixed that. Oh really? Go yeah. Ahead. Uh, gasoline, a lot of gasoline, a match, and some Geico. <laughs> <laughs> That actually would have. W- there was one time I was with my friend in the winter, and she, her, n- I'll just call her V, and we were out, we were in Cambridge, I think, and uh, <laughs> it was like ten degrees. It was it was almost midnight, I think, and we were driving, and I pulled over and we went to grab like ice cream. Came back to the car, no start, and I looked <laughs> at her and I said, I, uh, I was trying to be gracious, right? I was saying like, you can go, you don't have to wait here. Like, where is she gonna go? She was gonna like grab an Uber and just oh go okay. home. Um, I would have paid for that Uber. If it's my car that's broken, I'm paying for your Uber. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, and I was just like, you can, you don't have to stay here and tough this out with me. You can just take an Uber and go. But deep in my heart, I was like, please stay here because the way that to for that car to work is I had to wait forty minutes and then try it again, and then it would work. Um, and I was like, please stay here instead of letting me be here. For she immediately called an Uber. <laughs> it was Damn. like instant. She immediately called an Uber, got in it, and left. And I was there until like one thirty, just waiting for the car to start. It did, and it came home. But uh, I missed I, that car. I actually missed. I ended up donating it to like Cars for Kids or something. But I still have a key to it. So if anyone knows where that car is, I will steal it back, or I'll I will buy it back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with my key. Uh, <laughs> so okay, so you get to the Grand Canyon. Um <coughs> kind of chilled around there. Yep. Uh none of the really like the tour spots were open. Yeah. And we were not equipped for a hike down into the Grand Canyon in the middle of like August. Oh my god, so it must be hot. My AC did work. That's that was like the one time that I had actually like fallen AC. Like that that was actually working in that car. Yeah. <coughs> didn't work any other time. Yeah. Like it didn't work when we left Boston. Yeah. I didn't get any AC work on the way there. <laughs> it just started working. Yeah. I'm looking at the dashboard, it said hundred and twelve. Exterior temperature? Yeah. That's God right there. I'm like, oh thank God we have <laughs> Yeah. And so uh, we had to open the windows because, I mean, we're literally in, like, a toaster oven. Sure. And I had turned the thing to cold, mm-hmm. turned it to blue, and then turned the fan up just to hopefully get some kind of air flowing through the car. Yeah. And I had had it on max AC, and I didn't realize it. Um, it's got to be a basketball. Yeah, it's a basketball. Yeah. Um. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, that's that. my hands are cold. Yeah. Oh, the AC's working. Oh, my God. Close all the windows. <laughs> Close the windows. Yeah. Um, So the AC worked for the remainder of the trip. Wow. So did you stay? So Grand Canyon, then what? Come back? Or where'd you go? Uh, we went to 
Did the Everglades. Wow. Did D.C., Virginia, what we could. Mm-hmm. We walked around to all the monuments and shit, looked mm-hmm. at the White House. Yeah. Um, went through Philly. I think it's also worth noting that the pilot at the time had amazing stickers on it. it had no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that because I'm just thinking it's a green 2007 Honda Pilot driving around. I'm like, no, oh no, no. no. This car had like four Trump stickers. How many Trump stickers did you have? Four or five of them. Four or five of them. And then you had a pigeons are fake or something uh, like Birds that? aren't real. Birds aren't real. Which I still believe. Which you still believe. And then there were, there were just a variety of... Okay, so there's a main sticker. There's a American flag, which is what the Second Amendment on it or something. Uh, that is the Pledge of Allegiance. That's oh, the Pledge of Pledge of Allegiance. I can't, I can't even read it. Um, let's see. There's a yeah, one it's in cursive. One gig. There's a Space Force sticker. Yeah. There's a skydiving discard town in Washington. Defund and refund the pol- uh, defend the police instead of refund defund the police. There's a stop sign. There's a, a mirage with little ones. There's an Apple sticker, uh, just American flags, and there. This wasn't all of them because there was more, right? No, this was this was peak sticker on my car. Yeah, there's a Hydro Flask National uh, NRA sticker, um, GoPro, Birds Are Real, hundred mile, hundred thousand mile plus club. Um, I can't tell what the what the one to the left of the main sticker is. Oh, clown. Oh, the clown. Yeah. Is I don't it know. the ICP? I don't think so. Oh, it's just a clown. I've never been to an ICP concert. There's a Ridge Wallet sticker. There's a Dilgaff sticker, which stands for Do I Look Like I Give a Fuck? Do I Look Like I Give a Fuck? There's a Patriot sticker. Where? Oh, yes. That actually is that actually might have caused more people to care than almost any other sticker yeah. if you were driving <coughs> in the United States. There is a uh, Cape Air and a Piedmont Air sticker. Nice. Um, that's a very <laughs> those are odd. Uh, there's a cu- there's a sticker that says what this country needs is plenty of moxie. Plenty of moxie. There's a space force. There's yep. Uh, a sticker for the town we live in. Uh, there's a smaller American flag up in the corner made out of bears and moose, <laughs> or meese. <laughs> meese. Mooses, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> meeses. Moose, meese, and mice. Uh, no, it's just moose, moose, mooses and bears. Mooses and bears. Or meese. Or beers. I um, would love a beer. I would love a beer. Uh, okay, so you, d- you you hit all the states on the way there. Um, how long was how long were you away? A few months. About a month. Yeah, one month. Okay. Um, how long did that Simi money stretch? Not long. Really? Uh, what we ended up doing, <coughs> about a week, uh, week and a half into it. Yeah. We rode on the back window, uh, trying to get home, and then our Venmo at, and and then my and then my Venmo uh, username. Yeah, yeah, no way. That and we'd get like a dollar, pretty frequently. Really? So, so people would just toss <coughs> a dollar. Yeah, some someone donated like twenty five bucks. That's awesome. I'll believe that. Hmm. We're in a. We're Yummy. Almost completely dark garage now, and uh, there's definitely rats. Somewhere. Um, but but the kind people of the United States and whoever else sure. helped us. That's awesome. Uh, drag drag out this trip for another like three or four weeks. Wow. So you'd get a few dollars and what? Throw it on gas or something? Uh, gas was always first. Yeah. His worst case, we could just 
all starve yeah starve and drive yeah um because i mean you know we're we're both kind of chunky dudes you'll be okay we, we can live off of our uh blubber for a while for a while yeah um and so that, that whale life boy that that was enough to kind of push us through the rest of our trip wow so just donations yeah that's awesome that actually gives me a sense of community i don't know if i'd call it community, not community you're right that's not the right word i feel like community is like people you see every day that's right this is more like a I don't know, maybe faith, something like that. Closer to like, oh, there's good people out there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Or there's people out there who are fun. Yeah, there's pe- that's good. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Because like it, I don't think it said we're trying to. G- I think it said we're we're on vacation and are low on money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just tossed <coughs> a dollar or something. And like, it's not like you know we're doing something responsible and needed help it was no it's not your kids aren't starving no we were just being completely stupid that's hilarious because you might imagine that the same people who give you that dollar or the 25 just wouldn't give it to someone on the road yeah it's like oh but that's clever that's funny yeah let's give them a dollar and it's like you know we're doing something irresponsible we're we're on a road trip yeah three thousand miles away from home during the middle of a pandemic where Literally nobody knows what this pandemic is doing or how this thing works. Yeah, absolutely. And people just were just sending us money. Yeah. And so you survived off of that. You made it back. Now what? It's now Now two years later and I want to do it again. That's the best. Do you get vacation time? Uh, Next year I do. Next year you do. So next year you do it. I have a lot of shit that I need to do with my vacation time next year. I have like, I have like a month's worth of shit that I need to do with my vacation okay. time and like a week of vacation time. Like necessary stuff, you're saying? Stuff that like I really, really want to do. Okay. I wouldn't call it necessary. Like I want to go to Australia. Oh yeah, that's like a two, two days of travel though. Yeah. Yeah. So do I really want to spend a week doing that? Probably not. Like four days out of like my seven. Oh, yeah, and then come back nuked on the time difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be a cool place to go, though. Um, I want to go to Alaska. So also, like, two Alaska. days. Yep. Yeah. But the flights probably aren't so expensive out to Anchorage. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't see a lot of people going out there yet. I think I think a lot of people are going right now. Really? I think there's there's that little movement towards, like, where's the wild place? Let me go see it. I have Maine for that. Maine's the best. Dude, Maine is... There's this spot I go off in Maine. And the closest... The closest other human is like... 10, 15 miles away. Like... You can go weeks without seeing anybody. Yeah. And I have no problem with that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, thank God. I know. I don't have to see anybody, look at anybody. Yeah. That's Maine is a beautiful state. And it's beautiful <coughs> for that reason, that you can have that kind of space for yourself. Um, I love going up there. Yeah. Um, you have a house up there, or what is it? Yeah, my parents do. Yeah. Um, 
Although I never, I almost never actually end up staying at the house. I go camping. Yeah. A few miles away. Yeah. My friend Isaac was driving back. He went to school in California. <coughs> and he would uh, tell me that I think in certain parts of, might have been Arizona, but it, in certain parts of uh, the lower states, if you drive, I think it's like 300 yards off the road, you can just camp. And so people would just like be on a road trip or something and just drive yeah. off the road. And uh, he and his girlfriend had a trailer. They would just stop, go to sleep in the trailer. And That's cool. Yeah, you just you could have your space and kind of do what you wanted. Yeah, we we never really did that when we were on our road trip. It was always go go go. Yeah, we had an air mattress in the back, right. and it was just, hey, go to sleep. Yeah, you need to drive in eight hours. Yeah. It was crazy. Waking up. Like, what time is it? Yeah. So it's like 9 a.m., right? And it's, no, it's like 5 in the afternoon. Yeah. It's your turn to drive. Get up. Yeah. <laughs> what are you eating? Uh, nothing that required to be cooked. Yeah. So, like, chips. Fucking, I think at one point we bought, like, a head of lettuce. <laughs> Just ate a head of lettuce? It was juicy. Yeah, I'm sure. That's hydration. Yeah. <coughs> Next time we do this, we'll talk about your hydration strategies, because this might be the closest thing to water that I've seen you drink ever in years. Yeah. Um, for reference, it's an orange Fanta soda. For those who obviously are not here. Um, yeah. Uh, seven or eight monsters or bangs a day is definitely not hydration. No. But that but that's a that's a topic for episode two. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Cool.